This is Boat Crew RPG with The Learning Curve. You guys are approaching the police station, and you just learned that apparently that's where Dartboard is supposed to go. And since he said he was hired by the uh, Lightning Baron, you guys are kind of nervous at this prospect. What's going through your heads right, there, right at this moment as you guys walk? Let's start with Tony. Tony doesn't know uh, what the hell is going on, except that it probably isn't good. There's a sixth sense going off in Tony's head. Um, it's like ringing loudly that everything points towards bad decisions, having bad consequences further down the line. All right. Alicia. Alicia is utterly convinced that she just outsmarted herself, and that's gonna bite back. Jennifer? Well, not knowing what Alicia's plan was, um, she's just almost relieved that wherever the hell Alicia was randomly luring this man to seems to have been where he was going, so... He, in her mind, it makes him less suspicious of them, which is good, meaning they can get away unscathed. So you guys round the corner, and first thing you notice is that there's a hum in the air. Like, Tony, your hair starts standing on the ends a bit. As all of you come to see a standoff, you see a whole bunch of lights and stuff, and trucks and cars and police members, like, having guns and everything pointed towards a police station where you can see figures moving around inside, and and one guy in particular seems to be pacing around, and you see your sparks of electricity just rolling off of him. And he's, he's pacing around in front of the police station, where all the guns are pointed at him? No, no, the inside the police station. Ah, like, gotcha, you, sorry. But you can see, like, the, the sparks, even through, like, the, like, the layers, like, the doors and windows. Alright, as we get closer... And I'm standing gonna, I... and on the police side... You guys see, it's well, it's it's, it's really uh, you see the night guard. Now it is weird to look at him just because, like, you you always heard like his powers like makes it like a shadowy armor thing. But it, looking at him full on, he looks like a silhouette that's been cut out of just the air. You can see a person standing there, but it's it's just it's almost almost looks flat black. It's really odd to see. And if anyone, if those listening, look up Google images of like Vanta Black for the for that, for the kind of dark I'm describing. All right, um, Alicia's gonna try to get her get everyone out of this problem really quickly. This morning, it's just like it looks like things are really chaos up ahead. You wait here a moment. I'm gonna see if I can scout us a route. Okay, just keep out of sight. Hey, so who are you saying this to? Uh, the three of them together, and and you see dartboards like. Sorry, kid. I have a boss. I got paid, and I'm gonna have to do this. So he just brazenly walks up into the middle of all this. Great. Hey, hey. How's it going? How's it going? Dartboard here. I'm just a new. I'm just neutral party. Don't shoot me. I can't do anything to hurt you. Then Alicia's just gonna say, "Hey, Nike. Uh, sorry, Lightning Baron hired him. Have fun, boys." And then you see, uh. You see the night guard sort of look to, in your direction and just take a few steps forward. It's like, and you see dartboard still has hands up in the air, just like, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, you, I'm just I'm just here to talk. That's all I'm here to talk. You, right? I was hired. I'm here to talk. That all right? Looks around. You see the narc night guard like look at him slowly and then waves him on inside. And, and then as, as he's with walking a slight in, bit of nervousness towards as he's walk him. as as Dartboard's walking in, he turns back and is like, "So, uh, how how well do you know, guys? Know uh, what do you got? So, uh, uh, trying, trying, let me, I need to figure out the exact wording of this question. This this matters. Uh, so, what do you know about uh, the, the the guy's house being broken into? Pause. Oh shit! Walks inside. What is it that this guy does? I'm not sure, but apparently whatever it is, his luck is on the bullseye. Not that strange, but a name like his. How did he avoid becoming a human sieve in seconds? Iowa thought they were going to arrest him. That's why I was leading him here. I thought they were going to spray bullets all over him. Instead, they welcome him inside? At this point, you see the night guard approaches you guys. Just deliberately saying that loud enough that I hoped he would hear me. We're fucked! Yeah, Jennifer. She's just gonna face him and try to just calm as much as she can. She knew this was gonna happen someday. So, so the so the night guard approaches you guys, and he's just he looks at you, all three of you, for a moment. Then, how involved were you with the with Redfield's house being broken into? Dartboard is a bit of a sleaze, but he always knows just the right question to ask. And judging by his reaction. You know something. Jennifer just looks at Alicia. Alicia's not going to lie to the night guard. She owes him way too much in her own mind and says, I sent the tip. He just sighs heavily. He needs you to leave now. And at that point, behind you, you see just a a torrent of lightning explode outwards. Coming into you again, sir. And so, and so, and so, the lightning, it's, it's just like, like I said, it's just a storm of lightning just streaks out and you see you know police just running ducking for cover you see cars exploding alicia's backing up just like kind of waving everyone else back like do not run don't turn your back because you won't see anything coming back up carefully and then you see you see the night guard like you see like his his shift his shoulders a bit and then you see like but you didn't notice he—he he didn't even notice he was wearing a cape, and you see the cape like detached from him. So you see it's like stick, like a pole sticks in the ground, moves moves to the side of the pole, so almost like almost like a tent, like a like just a tent wall of a like has been transformed out of his cape, and he's hold he's like holding a hand onto it, and it's clearly like the tent is clearly like blocking line of sight between you and the police station. He just looks back to you, and just run. In this one particular case, unless the two of them stop her, Alchemy will run. Uh, Tony will run with Alchemy, uh, but pull her into an alleyway, um, like one or two blocks away from where everything is happening, because clearly stuff is going on and we need to talk for a bit on how to handle it. So the three of you start running, and... You hear more lightning, you hear more yelling, you think you hear the night guard yelling words, but you can't make it out. And then you notice someone's chasing you. Since Jennifer was the last one to start running, um, and just 
because of her physique, she's a little slower than the other two. Uh, she hears the footsteps behind her and it makes her very paranoid. So she starts running as fast as her body will, will get her. And she flat out yells to Alchemy and Tony, we're being followed. I know, uh, working on it. Tony is trying to really, uh, take a couple sharp turns into alleyways and try to shake this person and following them. And so, 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 so what? So you're trying to almost sounds like unleash your powers thing. So give me that role then, if you want to do that. Do me- we happen to have? points already do we already have team points oh yeah yeah i forgot to mention yeah at the beginning of every uh session you get one team point to your pool right yeah yes okay um because i rolled a six (laughs) so uh maybe it's not too bad yet like we can be confronted by this person and then confront them back um no i'm going to leave it like this okay so that's failure my potential and so, all of you are, uh, so all of you are uh, surprised when all of a sudden a figure darts like in front of you, like like weaves between you guys and hands out and ends up in front of you. And you see the person there. You you can't really tell what gender they are. It's hard to tell for the costume. It looks like some kind of like nobleman's outfit, like you know. Fancy shirt, you know, weird tie thing, but the collar is like it's almost like the like the collar is like literally like a like a cup. It's like, a, like surrounding their head, and it's easily like you know several feet in diameter. And on their on on their arms, they have like the 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 cuffs all have similar like attachments to them, like 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 a like a foot in diameter or cuffs. And but that the most important thing is the dark red almost purple liquid that's dripping out of overflowing from the lip of both the collar and the cuffs. And uh I'll I won't have, I won't give I'll just tell you this you know the guys we're gonna this is this is Cup Bearer, one of uh the Lightning Baron's uh you know right hand right hands. And you know like the liquid it's it gets like sticky and it hardens real quick but it's you know, basically you know so yeah the you're you're kind of been tracked down by the guy who was best at keeping you people from running. You punks really did. You really messed things up, didn't you? I swear to God, after all these years, you broke into the civil. You broke into his house. You broadcast his name, and you think you can just walk up to it right in the. I gotta admit. You guys are either insane or you got balls. Too bad. Either, either way, they're going to kill you. He just walks forward like you're just, again, like you're just the, the the liquid just dripping off of them. Don't let that stuff touch you. And Tony is slowly walking backwards as they don't break any eye contact with Cupbearer. And, and then the Cupbearer says, you're not getting away. And then Put the push puts their arms up and then just a flood of liquid just pours out, and I'll I'll just say this: all three of you are like you you try like you uh, you have to give me a roll for this, but unless you if you fail it, then you are in you are trapped and encased in the uh, the liquid. 
Um, what would be what would be the stat that we're rolling with? Hmm. There feels like there should be some unleashing our powers options to try to make this not grab us. Yes. That I can see. Yeah. Like I can see Redeemer trying to deflect the whole thing with a gravity ripple away from everybody. Yeah, so I would say that if you want to either like full on block it, that would be unleash your powers. If you want to just personally uh get out of it, I'd say like to engage a threat, sounds like. So if you want to like full on stop like fully stop it, that's unleash your powers. If you want to just save yourself, that's directly engage a threat. Okay. So yeah. obviously she would at least Jennifer would try to unleash your powers. Okay. Roll plus your feet. That's my freak. Yeah. Let's see what we got. My freak is... Oh, I rolled a six. That's a failure. Yep. Uh, At the same time that Jennifer is trying to do that, um, and before I know any consequences of Jennifer failing, or Redeemer in this case failing, um, I think... While Catroni was backing up before, um, the cupbearer actively turning on the attack makes Catroni fly, uh, fly up or jump up and directly engage the threat. So they're, Catroni is literally launching themselves at the face of the cupbearer, trying to avoid the hands. Okay. Give me the roll. 13, baby. Okay, we'll get to you next. So let's go to Alchemy. Alchemy is going to hope she has guessed correctly whether or not the chemical is acidic or basic and is going to fling one of her more acidy grenades at the thing to try to just counteract it right in midair, harden it on the spot. So is that engage a threat or unleash your powers? Which one? This is unleashing powers. She's trying to change the thing because maybe okay. it'll even clog up his sleeves. Roll. Does a five hurt? No. That's a fail. Mark your potential and I'm pretty sure with this point. Like I said, look. hurt. <laughs> so I'm so so basically both Redeemer and Alchemy are just in, encased in this ooze while Tony manages to like get close enough to, to dodge the uh, attack and get in, get in close range. So, Tony, tell me. So, what are you what are you doing exactly? So yes. you can resist or avoid their blows, which I'm guessing you're doing that automatically. The, they, since you've got thirteen, you can pick another one. You can take something from them, create an opportunity for your allies, or impress, surprise, or frighten the opposition. Well, I think we're going to go for create an opportunity because uh, this guy can now no longer see or this person can no longer see because there is quite literally a cat boy on their body, making it very, very hard to move. But yeah, the other one is indeed spent on resist or avoid their blows because I don't want to be encased while I'm still on this person. Okay, so... Let me just double check to see what I want to do. All right. So as you basically you, you just full on tackle them essentially, and you know the the goo starts the ooze stops flowing, but you're still encased for now. And so so, so Tony, uh, you you tack you tackle them essentially, and then you see even though like the goo like sort of tips back and it starts flowing over their own face, 
but then the ooze, like, you know, it, like you knock them down, they're on the ground, but then the ooze just shoots straight up into the air, and you have to sort of, like, leap back a bit as the ooze just makes a solid wall right in front of you. <coughs> Sorry. And then behind you, you hear more footsteps. Okay, but they are behind me. Yes, they're behind all of you. Oh, but I don't know if those are good footsteps or bad footsteps yet. You don't. So, oh, but now it. it's uh, I'd say it's Redeemer's turn now. I mean, I don't know what I can do if I'm encased in in gunk. You have superpowers, dang it! Use them. Okay. Um. All right. Let's see. Said, you're, out of all of you, you're potentially the longest ranged one. Because, uh, well, I don't know how encased I am. Like, are my hands encased? Is all of me encased? I'd say lay uh, up, like you know, up to your thighs. Oh, okay. If it's up to my thighs, I still got my whole torso to work with. Um. Okay. So in this case, I think would you say that he. Mm, no, he would still be able to attack. Okay, I think I'm going to just try to unleash my powers again because he's technically vulnerable, but I didn't make him vulnerable. So let me roll for unleashed. Oh, remember, you guys still still have team, so we need, we need to get better track of that. Okay, I do roll an eight for okay. my powers. So with an eight, that means it's either unstable or temporary. Okay. So what are you trying to do? So, yeah. Sorry, an eight, either, either mark condition or I tell you how the effect is unstable or temporary. Okay, I would go with you telling me how the effect is unstable and temporary. My so what are you aim, trying to do? I'm, my aim is the wall of ooze that shot up when Tony tackled the guy. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping to um, shift gravity around it in a way that rather than it coming back down and encasing Tony or anybody else that the ooze just splatters on the pavement and gets kind of stuck on it. So rather than like falling forward on Tony, it falls backwards and just it's gets yep. the ground. Yep. Okay. So it says it's unstable. You don't really get it to fall back. You get it to fall up so that there's now like you basically make like a tower of like solidifying ooze in the air. Yum. And uh, alchemy, your turn. And I'll say this time you managed you you part. I'll say you partly like turned around so that way you're like sideways, and you can turn your head enough to see the person. Uh, see you see someone else come up behind behind you guys in the alleyway. Who's behind us? You see that they're covered. It's okay. So they're covered head to toe in what looks like. Like mirrors, like it's very shiny. You know this is the beacon, another one of the the lightning baron's henchmen. And you know, you know, their whole thing is that they have, you know, like light based powers. Like they can go invisible. They can make mirages of themselves, fire light blasts, and like and again, like you cannot see any of the person. It's just a full on body. Just all the armor of just shiny material, reflective material. Okay, uh, I'm gonna try one more unleash my powers, and in this case, I'm hoping that I can basically get one of my grenades to react with the stuff holding me in place, 
enough that it's going to create a large smoke screen to both let me crack myself free and keep this light stuff from being useful by obscuring the area on everybody. Okay. Give me the roll. That's horrible. I got a three. I can't roll lower than a three. You've got cursed dice. I am switching my dice out while you tell me how bad things get to worse. So at first, you know, you see the uh, the beacon. At first, they like take a, a second to like a place to switch, and then you just see a this a laser beam just sort of shoot out. And if you don't do anything, it will hit Tony. You have a chance to defend, though. Yeah, it's not going to happen. <laughs> going to try and jump over it. Actually, I'll say you both, both Redeemer and Alchemy have a chance to defend Tony from this. I'm going to try to. I don't know how much movement I can manage, but I will try to somehow move. Maybe the laser will hit the goo on me. Who knows? All right, roll. Well, roll plus your savior for defending. The new dice are happy with me. Eleven. Yay. So, on a full success, you you keep them safe. So now you can add a team to the pool, take influence over someone you protect, or clear a condition. I don't think I have influence to be able to gain over Tony at this point, because that's already there. So either add team or clear condition. Uh, would being stuck in goo count as clearing a condition in this case? It's not a technical condition on the list, but no. you know what? No. I was hoping to blo- get the laser to block the glue goo so that could count. No, the goo does not is not a condition. Fine. Uh team Add a team then. then. Okay, so I think that's like three, four total team. We got four. Okay, thank you. We need thank you. I need to ask for the numbers of the team. That's supposed to carry over or something. So anyway. So now, Tony, it's your turn again. You, so actually, so first of all, Alchemy, describe how you defend uh, Tony. All right. So Alchemy sees the beam coming in. She realizes that she can't get herself in the way with the goo there. But she does have all these grenades, some of which are basically harmless. So she'll toss one in the air. It's not going to end up being a screw or anything like that. She just grabbed that random. It's probably just... Might even be an empty shell at this point. Just, just to, just to absorb just to the block impact. the beam, yeah. yeah. And boom, shatter fragments everywhere. So yeah, Tony, it's your turn. You've got you, you know the uh, the cup bear. Cup bear is currently on the ground, making a wall like a tower in the air, thanks to Redeemer. And now there's some guy shooting at you from behind you. Yeah. Um, if they're right behind me, that means that they are within the blast range of my spike attack. Um, and there has just been kind of a bang behind Tony's head of uh, the beam hitting the object that Alchemy threw in the air. So I think uh, we're going to unleash, unleash some powers. All right. Remember, if you, if, so remember, so unleashing your powers, that's like doing something other than just attacking them. If you're just attacking them, that's directly engaging the threat. Just want to clarify. I right. I always think that unleashing your powers means that you're using your abilities, which to me makes yeah, no. so much more sense. Um, so then it's still directly engaging a, a threat. So yeah, plus danger. Yeah, that is actually better for me. So I'm not mad about it. 
So what'd you get? I rolled a six, but luckily I have a plus three. So it's a nine. All right. So you get to pick one. You can resist or avoid their blows, take something from them, create an opportunity for your allies, impress, surprise, or frighten the opposition. Well, I'm already being defended, so the first one does not make sense. I would. Well, really... it's always it's always it's always like yeah. Oh yeah, it's always a back and forth, right? Yes. Um, now I'll take the blow. I'd like to. Uh, I'd like to impress, surprise, or frighten the opposition. I'd love for for uh them to just be sprayed with spikes. At least be surprised and possibly frightened by that. Okay. I'll say that, you know, that you manage to, like, puncture, you puncture the suit and enough of them, like, close enough to, like, the face. They're like, oh, crap, I gotta, I gotta, you know, get out of the immediate danger. So they back out of the alleyway and out of line of sight. So you won't, so you, so for the moment, you're safe from any more light blasts. But you still mark, mark a condition, though. And I'll just double check that. Okay. I marked hopeless. All right. Because they just keep on coming. So now it is Redeemer's turn. All right. So give me the full situation. So, you know, to- so Tony was currently clinging to the, the wall in by, the, by their claws, threw some darts at the at the beacon, who backed off because they you know they got injured enough. Like, okay, okay, gotta you know, get out of Im- immediate line of sight for for fear of fire. And then the there's a tower of ooze, and you are currently encased in ooze, and the and cupbearer is looks like they're starting to stand up. Okay. Hmm. Uh, is uh, alchemy also still encased? Partially, you're still immobilized. Okay. I'm going to try to use my powers to basically create an internal like a cone of gravity around alchemy's feet that pushes outward like a perpendicular force to see if I can try to give her enough room to wiggle out of the ooze. Okay, so, so that sounds like directly engaging a threat or that's reshaping your environment. So it sounds like unleash your powers then. Yeah, unleashing my powers. So let's see. Plus my freak. Damn it, it gives me a five. So no, I still cannot help her. And you get that freak up. <sighs> you need you need to embrace freakiness of you. Apparently, H- have you have you already leveled up again? No, I usually don't get a lot of failing marks. Uh, this session though, doing real good. <laughs> Sorry, Kimmy, I tried. Okay, so you fail. Like you you see like the you you like the er, the ooze. Stirs slightly, but it doesn't move. And in the meantime, Cupbearer is going to. Well, let me see what they do. Ah. They are going to going to move to attack Tony because so far they they see you as the biggest threat, and no one else is really doing much in the way of damaging them. What? What makes you say that? So again, like, like a like a like almost like this time it's, it's more like a strand of ooze just flings out from their cuffs and it goes towards you. I will give the redeemer a chance to do defend this time. Would this be my savior? Yes. <laughs> Good, because at least I can work with that. Mm, let's see. Hopefully, I can work with that. 
Oh, oh, okay, good, good. A 12. Okay. I want Katoni to get hurt. (laughs) So, yeah. So you, you like, you juke Tony out of the way. Like, Tony, your whole body just sort of, like, shifts to the side as you feel like gravity just pull you to the side. And now, uh, uh, Redeemer, you can add a team, take influence, or clear the condition. I'll add a team. Okay. You guys, remember, you can spend team selfishly if you want. So if you want to say, like, I break myself out of the ooze, but leaves, you know, alchemy and still stuck, that's perfectly allowable. Well, we are up to five team in the pool now. And remember, guys, remember, got to spend that team. Help each other. Your team. Teamwork. So, uh, Tony, your turn. Yes. Uh, no, sorry. Uh, uh, Alchemy, sorry. I got confused. There's no initiative to tra- keep track of. It's harder. It's all right. Uh, Alchemy is going to try to get Tony a bit more opportunities here. She is going to toss a grenade over over at Cupbearer and see if she can get him the loft center even more. Direct engaging threat. Okay. Maybe break something on his cuffs, who knows? Eight. So um Tony, do you want me to take a hit so you can have an opportunity? What? No. I got eight, so I can only choose one out of two things here. I know, but I mean the the end. If you're asking Tony, Tony will always say no. No, but Tony can't tell me what the dice gods are doing. <laughs> Only you can. I'm giving you a quick option here. Otherwise, I just will bounce off of stop an attack that would have hit me back. You know, but I'm willing but... to make things a little worse to give you a little bit of an edge. <laughs> yeah, do it. I currently have two conditions marked, so. Uh, taking another hit, like it will. It is starting to influence me heavily. All right, I think I will take the hit and gain the angry condition here, as I do something to give uh, to make an opportunity for my. Uh, wait a minute, no, Gwen is taking something from them. Count as messing up their cuffs, so I've taken their ability to use the cuffs effectively. I will or is allow that... that. All right, then I will go with that. I have dumped up to their cups and messed up their goo powers. So I'll say, and yeah. I'm so angry. you throw like an acid bomb at at cupbearer, and the acid messes up like one of their cuffs, and instead of being like directed, it's this the, the the liquid just starts spilling out, you know, directionlessly. And so they t- cupbearer looks and turns at you and is like, oh, I hate dealing with new blood. And then, Redeemer, you find yourself, like, someone like, grabs you from behind, it holds it, puts you in a chokehold, and you find, like, at first you don't see anyone, then, like, the beacon just emerges, like, from out of invisibility. Like, they decloak from behind you, and they have you in a chokehold. Tony, you see this going on. And you see the beacon yell up to you, come down or else I'm gonna hurt her, I'm gonna put the hurt it just cut bears the hurt. Shut up. So last thing that happened to Tony was the tone or to Catroni, because the last thing that happened to Catroni was that they were pulled away uh by gravity. Uh-huh. Um I 
So here's what I want to do is I would really like to take a powerful blow because now I have... That's not a thing you do. It's something that happens to you. Uh, oh, yeah. True. Ah, fair. Um, you, you, you have an opportunity okay, to have that mind. happen to you yeah. later so on, but I, not, not, would... not, not yet. Well, then it becomes uh, directly engaging a threat. And I w- what I would really like to do is to let the gravity say that the gravity uh pulls Katroni towards a wall put their feet against it and immediately bullet backwards with the same force uh that was pulling them towards the wall okay so so like almost like a springboard yeah exactly and then towards the person that is now ha- having a chokehold on Jennifer on Redeemer the beacon New- Newton nods approvingly yeah so yeah, that exactly. definitely sounds I'm like using, directly engage a threat. I'm using, yeah, I'm using uh, that the the a force is always connected to an opposite but equal equally strong counterforce. And remember, you can add teamwork. You can so if Jen, so if Jennifer wants to help, you can spend team and give Tony a plus one role. You can say like you you help you gravity accelerate them or something. Yeah, what, that'd be good. I like that. Because technically we are doing a teamwork thing right now. Uh, I want to toss in one team also and say that Alchemy broke off a chunk of the goo that was hardened around her. Not enough to get her free yet, but did so and throws it towards Beacon's face enough to make them look off to the side or something like that. Okay. Distract them. So that's plus two to uh, Tony's role. Right, so I rolled. Here we go. I rolled a seven plus two is nine plus three for my danger is twelve. I so, I love rolling directly engage the threat. So so remember, you can uh, uh, resist or avoid blows, take something from them, create an opportunity. Blah blah blah. I think it kind of speaks for itself. I would really really like to resist or their blow or avoid their blows. Because I also want to create the opportunity for Redeemer by, uh, yeah, startling them so much that hopefully they let Redeemer go. I'll, I'll say, I'll do you one better. I'll say that you hit Beacon and the sheer force of the impact, like, breaks Redeemer free from the. Yeah, ooze. took something. The thing you took is Redeemer. <laughs> or... <laughs> yeah, I was, I was thinking of how do I word this, but then, but it's, yes. it's oppor- opportunity. It is opportunity by taking away Redeemer. So yeah, you basically just cannonball. You basically just a, a cat-sized cannonball as you slam into the be- to beacon the beacon, and all three of you just you know, sort of just went let collapse on the ground. And now Redeemer, you're free from the ooze. Yeah, you just hear her kind of see. You see, she's watching Tony, watching Tony fly towards her. And then saying, wait, but it's like too, you know, it's too fast. And then when she, you know, when, um, when she feels herself getting pulled back, you just hear like a, because she's still getting choked kind of thing as they go back down and they're like a mess of people. Um, and so as you well, do this, uh, the, I will say, also say this, as you get free, the beacon, you know, you see like a laser just shoot out and, it carves through like the wall, and it starts to like fall down on you guys. You'll say, "Well, that's one way of getting someone free." And she kind of gets on all fours and coughs a little bit because that was a lot of force on her throat. 
Um, so she's coughing, trying to get her bearings. And then she looks up, um, sees that wall collapsing. And I'm going to try to create like a, I, I guess I would create like a, like a barrier of gravity around us that makes us lighter so we can try to run and dodge. What if all of the wall was falling straight at the beacon and not at you guys? Yeah, that'd be great, except with the way I've been rolling. <laughs> hey, it's an idea. I'm just thinking of the cinematics of it. Yeah, and also, isn't Alicia still technically stuck? So Yeah, so I don't know. Oh. Please redirect the try and redirect the wall. How big is this wall? Jesus. Okay. You can um, you can engage a threat too. It doesn't have to be a person. Okay. All right. I'll do that instead. So directly engage a threat. And so if you want to, I will say you can, if you if you roll like two, if you roll like a, a 10 plus, I'll say you can attack either the beacon or cupbearer with the, uh, with the rubble. Ooh, and I do have a good danger score. Let's roll. I get exactly a 10. Nice. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. So... Who do you attack? The beacon or cupbearer? The beacon. That that jerk tried to choke me out. All right. I, so I want to crack his head on the pavement. <laughs> oh, bloodthirsty. My God. So the rubble, like you see it start to fall. You see the wall tip over, start collapsing on you guys. But then it slows down and almost like it hits like a like a, like a slope. It slides down at an angle. And rather than collapsing on all of you, it just slides down on the beacon. And for a moment, the beacon just looks at us and like, ah, shit. Collapse. And the beacon is out of the fight. But you still have Cupbearer, who, seeing that... Actually, oh, they would do that, they wouldn't they? But you just got a success, so... I'll say this. You see, like... Uh... A, you see a barrier, like a, again, like ooze shoots out, and it see, you see it try to uh, you know, catch the rubble and protect the beacon, but it fails. But so now instead, you are basically it, it forms like a ceiling above you guys. So now you guys are essentially in a in a hallway, like an artificial hallway, and you're sort of trapped, but just you and the cup bearer now in the in the alleyway. Well, I suppose there's a, there's a bit of rubble in the wall too, but it's it's rubble. It's not going to be easy to move through. So alchemy. You're, the situation is this: the cupbearer is still up and directly in front of you, in front of you, and behind you, you're sort of your escape sort of blocked off for now. There's smoke. You know, there's dust in the air, rubble, ooze everywhere. I'm gonna lob one last acid bomb at him and see if I can get this person to either retreat or something like that. Uh, so you're trying to direct engage threat? Oh, yeah. Roll. Seven. I guess I'm only gonna be able to ward off their attacks as I try to keep them at bay. Okay, so you're... So Describe what you're doing exactly. So the cup bear is still up and they've still got their goo that they keep trying to spread at me. Yeah, and... so they have one one arm and the and the... Collar. So I've been hoping I've been trying to knock out at least one or the other of those two with a cup with another acid grenade or two, but all I'm able to do is keep the blasts that they're sending my way from being able to hit by dissolving them in midair, basically. So it's creating this waste field of nasty gunk 
that may or may not be unpleasant if you touched it. All yeah, also, the, also the smell is not very great either. So all of you are like starting to cough a bit as the air just starts, you know, you got ooze in the air, you got chemical smell, you got dust. Honestly, it probably smells a bit like puke because of all the acid involved. Ooh. Alright, so Cupbearer is still up, though, and they're going to attack Alchemy. Tony, it's your turn. You can you can either you can defend, but it's just what do you do? What do you, what do, you do? Yeah. So you can I, you can take out the if you if you let uh, I will say you you know that you can let uh, Alchemy take the hit and take out Cupbearer. Hmm. Yeah. The I think I'm going to do that for very selfish role related reasons. Um, because my savior isn't that good, and I have a minus two on defending people. So it sounds like you're using team selfishly. If you want, you can add to boost your role too. Uh, Yeah, I could, but then I also, um, you also get negative consequences from that. Um, do it, do it. It's you're ending. It's either let the fight for long. It makes sense because I'm ignoring uh, alchemy being in danger. Um, that does mean I get to also shift one label up and one label down. You can use this option after rolling, uh, to alter the label you're rolling with. Yes. So I'm going to at least do that after I roll, uh, cause then I could move down danger. Yep. Let's so roll see, your danger? My danger roll one more time. So you get a plus one to the selfish team. And it is necessary because I rolled a three, which which would make a six, but now makes a seven. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um. So that's one point of team being used. Yes, that Alchemy is, one is point. honestly, I, honestly, I would have spent spent team here to try and boost you up even more, but we can't boost you to the next level with that. So we have two points left in the field. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I'm going to try and uh, and and take him out. Uh, but meanwhile, resisting his blows. Okay. So I'll say you know, Gunk flies towards and hits Alchemy. You're you are totally encased in it for now. And luckily, but yeah, I won't say you have you don't have an issue breathing or anything. But you are your market condition for this. Well, I am kind of wearing a face mask. That yeah, that's why I said that you're not having any trouble with this. So I'll just say you mark the condition, and so Tony, you rock it forward, and again you this time you just punch Cup Bear right in the face, and they just go down with a spray of ooze, and the fight is over for now. Want to find out more about the story? Join our Discord channel. The link is in the description.